Welcome to the Oddity Shop, where the bizarre is always on sale. Hey there, you oddballs. Welcome back. This is Kara and Zach. And if you can't tell, I'm still very sick because I sound like a... You sound better than last week. But hey, for anybody who is new here, we are Oddity Shop. We're going to tell you some creepy, strange, weird, mysterious stories. So stick around. Mm -hmm. Check out. We've got a few episodes lined up, too, if you want to go back and listen to some. But Kara, other than... (laughs) Or don't. (laughs) We get better as we go. So if you go back, you can get some funny ones. Do you think we get better? Yes. I don't know. Sometimes I think we don't. I think we did. A little bit. (laughs) okay what all right how are you doing you've been dying about covid what else is going on that's really it and you know this because i haven't talked to you in i would say what nine days ten days it's been it's been a minute it's been nice i'm not even gonna get into it because i know a lot of people got had it worse than me things happened things like that but i got it pretty bad i'm not gonna lie it was it was rough it's rough i'm not complaining i'm here i'm good um my poor little weasel uh, she's stuck by my side in this house of sick asses. Poor little baby. I, I should post that picture of that poor little weasel just letting me hold her ear as I was just passed out on the bedroom floor. As much as you guys baby that dog, though, like, she has to give some back to you. Oh, and she does. That's why she gets so babied. But um, other than that, that's really it. Today was my first day back to work. Um, I had a little bit of a half day the other day, and it was... Oh. Today was my first day back. Um, the weather's beautiful. So I I will take this all day long. Yeah. Unfortunately I have nothing I have nothing good to say except for I'm here. I really don't have much news since we last talked either. I've been I started spring cleaning. Real exciting stuff. Uh trying to be outside since, you know, the earth doesn't hurt our face right now when we go outside. You know, it's really sad though. It's really not good that it's what day? April 13th, and it's 85 degrees. And it went from 40 to 80 overnight. Like, there was nothing in between. That's not good. Mm. I love it. <laughs> it's not good. But it's not a great sign. Right. So anyway, that's really all I have. Yeah. I think we're going to get into it quick this week. Real quick, though, before we get into it, too, we really want to ask if you are enjoying the show, if you could do yes. us one solid. Yeah, if you find yourself coming back here time and time again. Right. Or even if it's your, you know, only second time here. So time again. Um, We just (laughs) want to ask if you would share the show with one friend who you think would find it interesting or find some entertainment from it. Just, you know, help us grow. And the more we grow, the more we can do the show. The more we grow, the more we can do the show. We'll we'll have a jingle one day. Really? You got a question for me this week? I do. I'm proud. Don't think too much into it. Just like a, I want, it's like, what is it called? Um, Like a spitfire question. Just gotcha. Don't think too much. What did you do with your baby teeth? Um, I put them under my pillow and then they would disappear. Okay, cool. I get anywhere from a quarter to a dollar, but I have no idea what happened to them after that. Okay. Well, I was the odd child that had like, I had a little box. It was a little yellow box, had a tooth on it with a crown, like a wand. And then I would put my teeth in there. But then I also had this bag that Aunt Pat, I'm pretty sure Aunt Pat got me like when I was really little, like when I first lost my tooth, it was this little bag and then I could put my tooth in it. Okay. Like, do you use the same bag for all your teeth? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it was like a little, um, like burlap 
style bag, like a little one. And I would put them in there and then I would take time cleaning them and I would prepare them to be put under my pillow. That's horrifying. No. Well, teeth are horrifying. I also dropped one down the drain once when I was cleaning it and I had a full-blown panic attack and my dad actually had to take apart the piping and the plumbing to get it. Let me ask you this though. So you'd put it under your pillow. Did it disappear or did you have like a bag, a burlap bag of all of your teeth? I have a follow-up question for you. (laughs) Hypothetically, and not just because you're gay, it's just because this would never happen. If you had kids, <laughs> okay. If you makes had sense. kids, would you allow them to believe in the tooth fairy? I, I mean, sure. I don't see any harm in it. Okay, this is where I think this is where I have a hard time with this. Okay, and this is why because we teach our children, right? Our children are taught like don't allow strangers in your house, but then we tell them that like a weird Santa's going to come in, the Easter Bunny, the tooth fairy are going to just like break into your house and like leave weird shit for you or like take your things. But like, we're not supposed to take things from strangers. But see, I also think it teaches a valuable lesson. Like in a pinch, you can sell your body parts for money. I mean, that's very fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, it's just really messed up to me that we like teach our children all of these things. Okay. Even Halloween, you know, Halloween is my jam, like trick or treating. Don't effing take that away from me. But when you really think about it, it's like, you're literally letting your kids run the street and taking stuff from strangers. That's why I don't think kids don't really do that anymore though. Not really. It's more like a trunk or treat thing like at school. Um, Lame. Whatever. I digress. Uh, So if you haven't kind of guessed already, we're talking about the tooth fairy. I kind of figured that's where we're going. A little, (laughs) little bit of like darkness falls. Was that that movie? Oh, wait. Was she a witch or a... No, she, she was... was a... like an evil tooth fairy. Or tooth fairy, yeah. Yeah, bro. Totally forgot about that. I don't it's know if I actually movie. watched the whole thing through. I need to rewatch that then. Same. Well, anyway, in my delusions of this sickness, I was scheduling a dentist appointment. And I started thinking about the times that my wonderful mother would somehow not wake me up as she snuck into my room, steal my rotting tooth that I left under the pillow, and then replace it with fairy dust and money. Yes, that woman put fairy dust under my pillow every single time. I could actually see that one. It was honestly the best part about it. I just got money. I didn't get the fairy dust. I even wrote that fairy bitch a letter asking if I could keep the teeth and still get paid, and she must have let me do it because I had a whole thing of teeth. Wow, you swindled the tooth fairy. I'm proud of you. I did. Anyway, so this got me thinking that I never did... Oh, and I never did schedule that appointment, actually. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. (laughs) Anyway, like, why in the name of anything do we collect teeth and pay our children for them? Like, what is happening? I feel like of all of the holiday critters, and I guess not holiday, but just... Well, let me tell you why you like this one, because it's not religious. I, was, I wasn't going to say I liked it. It's just odd. I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to say out of all of them, like, it's like you, it's the most you can get down with. It's just because there's no religion involved in this. I mean, there's really no religion in the Easter Bunny either. Well, but Easter is religious. I mean, I don't know where the freaking bunny comes from. Actually, I almost spiraled down to figure out where the bunny and the eggs and the shit because bunnies don't lay eggs. Like, what is happening? I couldn't. That's a valid point that I've never really thought Bunnies of. don't lay eggs. Why the fuck are they hiding them? They're just stealing a chicken's eggs. Okay, back to the tooth fairy. Exactly. This is why I had to uh, buckle up, baby. I'm ready. Also, 
I already prefaced this to you before at the top of the episode, well, before we recorded, but I'm going to preface this again. This was a delusional research, <laughs> delusional, right? It's just a case study on how COVID affects your writing <laughs> skills. So I don't know how this is going to go. If you didn't know, the teeth are the hardest substance in the human body. Teeth are incredibly important to your daily lives. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. Um, all right. So teeth, myths, legends, and lore go back as far as you can search. Overall, teeth are far more important than we think. Losing your first tooth is thought to be a child's first step into adulthood. It's a little early. You know what's really strange is that I'm glad you said that because I thought that like, because you lose a tooth when you're like five. I mean, I lost a tooth. My dad threw me keys to the car and said, hey, go for a ride. How old are you? Five. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Five, <laughs> but I kind of thought that too. I was like, "Wow, adulthood!" Like, but I guess if you think about ba- back in the day, de- back in the day, ages. I feel like age ranges were so much different than they True. are today. So I guess that makes sense. Um, but anyway, so with adulthood, that comes a lot, and it all goes back to witches because we can never leave them alone. Of course. So in the Middle Ages, it was thought that not properly disposing your children's baby teeth, um, they could become bes- possessed by a witch, which kind of makes sense because I, I mean, like, witches have like bones, bones and animal bits and herbs for all their spells. That makes sense. Um, I've got fever. <laughs> oh my god, this is not going well. Okay. Some medieval traditions state that if you didn't perform the proper disposal of baby teeth, the child would wander the afterlife aimlessly. That's kind of horrifying. That's what I was thinking. Holy shit. And then, so, are you wandering wandering aimlessly as a child or just aimlessly at the age that you died, but you're just aimlessly wandering because you didn't dispose of the baby teeth? Maybe because you don't have your whole body. I don't know. Aimlessly as a child sounds so sad. Yeah. We'll go with adult. Hmm. Yeah. Um, some, however, thought that baby teeth held um, potent magical powers. So warriors in Scandinavian cultures even collected strings of baby teeth for protection in battle, which I feel like you can visually see like string, like in your brain when you think about it, you can see like strings of like teeth like on their armor plate or like a necklace of it. But right. I just never thought that it was baby teeth. I always thought it was like animal teeth and shit. Baby, little baby teeth, whatever. Um, in China and Vietnam, children will throw their teeth on the roof of their home if they were bottom teeth. So if they lost the bottom teeth, they would throw that on the roof. And if they lost the like a um the top teeth, they throw it on the ground. And this was to help guide the path of their permanent teeth growth. So if you think about it, if you lose a bottom teeth, you throw it up because you want your teeth to go up nice and I straight. don't like any of this. <laughs> Your face. I, Your face. I'm a firm believer that bones should stay inside the body. Like, I don't even eat chicken on the bone. I don't like touching bones. So the thought of people throwing random bones around really makes me uncomfortable. I know. Hold on. This is a complete, complete side note. But if I wasn't sick, I really wanted to call you because I just had to, like, vent. Because Aaron was making ribs again Um, on the, um, what was it called that we have? The smoker. The smoker. And he was like really mad that he's like, these are such good ribs. Like you need to eat them. And I was like thinking about it. And I was like, I wish Zach was here so he could just be like, no, because like oh. the bones are gross. I know you like ribs though. Yeah. It's one bone. I know exactly where it's at. I know. But I just was like, it was in, I was like, I'm not, I'm not eating that. And I just knew you'd back me up on the part of like the, 
So anyway, but that's the, the reason that they threw their bottom up, their top down, Makes baby sense. ones of those, so that it grew in the path that they went. So Cherokee tribes also threw them on their roof, but um, they they call to a beaver to give them a strong tooth and replacement. Do you feel the most powerful and beautiful with the elements of the earth around you? Do you like one-of-a-kind jewelry? Do you sometimes feel like a woodland fairy? Me too. That's why I created Holly and Hemlock, a magical shop filled with handmade wooden jewelry and metaphysical tools. Come check out our enchanting wooden wares at www.hollyhemlock.com and join us in honoring the magic and beauty of nature with each unique creation. That's www.hollyhemlock.com. But as far as animals go, a big buck tooth one, yeah. Right. Um, I don't want to mispronounce this, but it's D-E-N-E, so I don't know if it's Dane or Den, um, Yellow Knives Tribes. They will place the teeth in a straight tree to encourage the new the new one to grow straight. So they would find a tree trunk that's straight, and they would place the baby tooth in that in hopes that your new one would come in nice and straight. In Europe, some children use to bury their teeth to bury lost baby teeth in the garden. This was done so that new teeth would grow just like a plant did. At least that one's not exposed. I'm down with that one. This is my favorite one. Because rats and other rodents have especially strong teeth, some cultures will sacrifice a baby tooth um, to them by leaving it by like the mouse hole or beaver dam, things like that, because you know it, they were hoping that exchanging the magical token of a childhood would give them strong, healthy teeth to come. Wow, life before dentistry was amazing. Babylonians, Egyptian, and Chinese believe that their gods were actually responsible for their toothaches. So, like, if you did something bad or it was, like, a karma type of thing, you got a toothache, a god was punishing you, which I'm like, I get that. I'm not with that. It is a terrible pain. It makes sense. Okay. So, I could go on and on. Every culture, religion, country, whatever, have a reason for the importance and what to do with your teeth. But how the hell did this get to us and become a fairy that pays for teeth? Like, what is she doing with them? I've actually really never thought about it. So I'm sure you're going to enlighten me. Okay. Like most things that once we start researching them, we're like, what the hell is this? And this is where I was like, I can't go on. (laughs) Like, I can't restart. It was just, it's not, it's just strange. Okay. Most likely, our rendition of the Tooth Fairy primarily stems from a French story from the 17th century, which is translated. I didn't even put the title because I was going to butcher it, but the title is translated into The Good Little Mouse. There's also, I think it was a Hispanic version of this kind of same story, but this was primarily what people thought came from it. So here's my long story short. Buckle up. A king and a queen were incredibly in love and happy and expecting a baby. They were also loved by their entire kingdom, which I feel like speaks volumes because not a lot of king and queens are liked. Especially in France. I was just going to say in the 17th century too. Okay. A neighboring king was upset by their happiness because he was cruel and had a small penis. (laughs) I made that last part up, but it probably stands. The cruel king attacks the happy couple and the happy king was killed. The cruel king takes the happy queen. (laughs) Do you like my names? (laughs) (laughs) it's an amazing story so far (laughs) (laughs) because she was a pregos he wanted the baby to be married off to his son if it was to be a girl so the cruel king confides in a fairy 
who tells him that indeed the baby will be a girl. If this didn't pan out to be true about it being a girl, then he was just going to kill them both. Logical. Right. So while captive, a mouse comes into the queen's tower. So she's like locked in her own like miserable little tower. And the little mouse comes in. The mouse would dance and amuse her every night. The queen only received three peas for a, for a meal each day, um, but she would still spare one for her little mouse friend. Which like, yeah. It's not a ton of food at all. No, but I would still be giving one to my little mouse friend. All right. So the queen made a basket of straw. Um, that was like her little bed area. So she made a basket out of it. So once she delivered the baby, she was going to lower the baby down from the tower to safety. This was her plan, at least. So one day the queen noticed an old woman like below and she called out to her um, and she asked for assistance with this plan. So can you kind of visualize what I mean? So it's kind of like Rapunzel, you know, she's yeah. looking out the damn window, throw her hair down. That's what she was planning. So the old woman said that she would only help if she sacrificed her mouse, her little mouse friend. So that the lady could eat it. Oh. I know. So the queen refused because that's her friend. She's like, no. Um, so the baby was born. And if you cared, her name was Joliet. Uh, but anyway, so the mouse turns into a fairy and helps her for not sacrificing it. So, I mean, there you go. Oh, that's a lucky turn of events. And then she offers to care for the baby. A lot of other things go on, like the baby getting recaptured and then being turned into a visible and like other things. Invisible. Um, but ultimately, the fairy mouse thing knocks out the king's teeth and hides them under his pillow before eventually killing him. This is at least where the fairy and the teeth under the pillow is said to come from. Okay, I can see it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's literally it. Well, anyway, so in 1908, there was an article in the Chicago Tribune, Tribune about the tooth fairy. Um, and this is where it was advised that parents tell their children of the tooth fairy in hopes to willingly part with their teeth. Is this like the first time the tooth fairy comes to the U.S.? Or Well, um, so in 1911, a girl remembers her mother like promising gifts to leave her teeth. And it's thought that immigrants most likely brought over the story of the mouse in combination with like the parent growing love with fairies. So that's kind of like that story had already been like there. And then like immigrants and things like that had kind of brought over the story. And like, you know how stories always change. So after the depression is when the tooth fairy really took off in popularity, because once the economy improved and sparing change to children was affordable, the tale was able to take off. So basically, after the Depression, the society became obsessed with child rearing and how to bring up their children. You know, so everybody kind of, I guess, went into like a panic and like an overbearing like parenting, like, you know, so that we took care of our children, like things like that. Like, I don't know. Like all of a sudden, we're not just letting them play in the sewer water. Yeah. So basically, this was impacting. It was like, it was meant to make every moment like being special like losing a tooth. Ah. So now at this point, they aren't just burned, sacrificed, they're treasured artifacts. Um, and also just an FYI, in 1927, there was a three-act play called The Tooth Fairy, if you wanted to know. How they got three acts out of that is amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's just, what? Like, I still don't, I still don't understand why, why? I mean, the child rearing part kind of makes sense. And I get that. Special. It was like the before the millennials, you know, everyone got a trophy, but everyone lost a team. Well, yeah. But like in 1908, the article in the Chicago Tribune was basically just like encouraging parents to tell their children to part ways with their teeth. Like, for what? Who cares? They must have been out of stories that week. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, I still have no idea why we do the things we do. Fair. And that's what I meant by uh, I went down a huge rabbit hole of all of this to just never figure it out. But I do know that if you're allowing a weird fairy into your home to pay your child for their teeth, like if that isn't your cup of tea, then these are some alternatives you can practice. Ooh, I'm ready. I mean, basically, you just leave them for the rodents, throw them up or down, <laughs> make tooth jewelry, burn them, have a burial. I mean, whatever you decide, um, just don't give your teeth to a witch because she'll possess you. I don't know. I, I kind of take my chances with the witch just to just to yeah, see honestly, because who knows? She might not even possess you, which is our man. But yeah, that's the odd, still unclear reason as to why we lie to our children. OK, so did we uncover any like weird other holiday lies? No, because I would have went down like such a rabbit hole. But this is really strange. So as I was like thinking about all of this, this dream that I used, like a reoccurring dream that I used to have, like where you came into my brain, whatever that word is. And it's kind of fitting because obviously it made me think of this. So <clears throat> when I worked at Best Buy, I would have this reoccurring dream like every couple months. And it's so weird. I would lose like all my teeth. You know, that's like a super common thing. It right? is. But listen, I'd lose all my teeth and then I would go into work and I would trade my teeth in for antivirus. And then once I looked up what that means, when a one thing, a common thing when you lose your teeth is like an insecurity, an antivirus right. is security. Interesting. There's a million other things why, like, um, about losing your teeth. I know you're looking it up right now. I could tell. I am. But the one I, main one is an insecurity about something. I knew that. I've always, I've heard too, it's like, um, you have something to say, but you're mm -hmm. not telling somebody. Although the top Google result is that teeth falling out is associated with loss and important life change i was gonna say loss too like death or loss um or it just means you're becoming an adult right of course it's a very special moment you lose three teeth you know what you can go buy cigarettes and beer at the corner store <laughs> <laughs> you have to like present your teeth to the clerk at the counter i've lost this many <laughs> don't even edit out my coughs <laughs> I'm going to because people are going to hate that, but it's uh, you sound great. You know when um, this is also really strange, and I don't know how to maybe articulate it where it doesn't sound incredibly dumb. But you know when you get that overwhelming feeling like throughout the day that you're forgetting something. Mm -hmm. I constantly feel like I'm forgetting. This is going to sound weird. Forgetting something in my mouth, like whether it's like a retainer, I don't know. That's like the only thing I can articulate is like I feel like I'm forgetting to put something in my mouth. Did you wear braces? I did, but that was so long ago that I don't feel like I should still be doing that. But it is. It's like I I'll be driving and I'll like be moving my tongue around and be like, oh my god, I forgot something, and I feel like I forgot something in my mouth. And the only thing I can think is is like a retainer. The reason I asked about the braces is because I had similar when I broke my arm and I w didn't have my cast on for the first oh. like year after that. I kept thinking like I should I'm forgetting my cast or something. Oh my god, my teeth journey is a treacherous one. I had one of those stupid things that were cemented at the oh the spacer, and you had to crank it with a key and it. Mm. My sister had one of those things. I, I should have one, but I just let them crap. Uh, but yeah, no, I I need some dental work. But don't we all? That was my weird rabbit hole of the tooth fairy, and I still it's very unclear to me. Okay, the older stuff is very clear to me, like why we did the things with our teeth, like we wanted them to come in straight and be strong, and like the gods and things like that and witches. But 
then I don't understand where it turned to like we needed to convince our children to willingly give their teeth up. Like what what were they were were children hoarding their teeth? That's what I don't I mean, I guess I kinda was, so maybe. But also who cares? <laughs> were they still believe in witches then? Maybe. I don't know. But I like that little rat friend. <laughs> it was mouse cute. friend being a the good mouse. All right. Well, with that, don't forget to make your dentist appointment. I'm going to hold you to it. Oh, yeah. Deb already yelled at me. Nice job this week, though. I'm I'm proud you pulled it together, even though you've been literally dying. Like, for anybody who doesn't understand, Kara calls me multiple times a day. But I don't get sick either. And you haven't called me in over a week. That's how <laughs> I know I it's not well. Because I couldn't. And I got some <laughs> damn peace and quiet. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Uh, all right nice job dude uh, uh you got anything else you want to leave us with i feel like i did but i guess i do not so um with all that being said creep it real yadballs goodbye bye, bye.